It's Thursday, November 9, 2017. It's a move that would leave the U.S. completely isolated when it comes to the question of climate change. Syria joins U.N. Paris Climate Agreement, leaving U.S. alone in climate denial. Our businesses want people to know in the global community that uh, the Trump administration doesn't speak for them. But U.S. cities, states, and businesses are picking up the slack. Tuesday's election may result in a big blue wall of climate action on the U.S. West Coast. Plus, there's no good squabbling over who is responsible or who should pay. Each country has to contribute. The ozone hole is now the smallest on record, thanks to a global climate treaty. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The development comes as France confirms it has not invited the U.S. president to a climate summit in December. I guess the bromance between Donald Trump and French President Emmanuel Macron is fini. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the big off-year election on Tuesday wasn't just good news for Democrats. It might actually turn out to be good news for the planet. Yes, indeed. Election Day on Tuesday was a victory for a very diverse slate of pro-environment progressive candidates winning state and local offices around the country, particularly in Washington state, where Democrats won a special election, now giving them majorities in both state chambers, joining California and Oregon. Oregon as states with both a Democratic governor and Democratic majorities in both houses, a big blue wall in the West that could be good news for state-level climate action. Seattle Times reports that Washington's Democratic Governor Jay Inslee now plans an ambitious climate agenda. He will now be able to do that because that agenda had been blocked by a one-seat Republican majority in the state Senate, and that's over, all the way from the Canadian border down to Mexico on the West Coast. And then there was one. At the latest round of United Nations climate talks now underway in Bonn, Germany, Syria announced it will sign on to the Paris Climate Agreement to reduce carbon emissions, leaving the United States as the only nation on the planet to reject the accord after U.S. President Donald Trump announced his intention to withdraw the United States in 2019. Further isolating Trump, France has announced it is not inviting the U.S. president to a climate summit in Paris. In December. Oh, sad. But UN observers say China seems to be delighted to take over the leadership position. Of course, they are so much winning. At the same time, a coalition of U.S. governors, mayors, and CEOs are also now at the climate talks in Bonn as part of the We Are Still In coalition. Coalition member and Massachusetts State Representative Jennifer Benson, in an interview with WGBH Boston, says their goal is to show that the U.S. is making progress in spite of the administration. We can go and show the world that, yes, we are still engaged. We're still in this fight. We believe this is an issue. And even if we have to do it on a state-by-state basis, we're still going to continue to work. Meanwhile, President Trump himself is in Asia, and in a formal address to the South Korean parliament, he cited lack of electricity to criticize the North Korean regime's failure to provide for its people. Families live in homes without plumbing, and fewer than half 
have electricity. I think I see where you're going here. Yeah, that's still more than families get in Puerto Rico. As of Thursday, seven weeks after Hurricane Maria hit the U.S. island territory, 60% of Puerto Ricans still lack electricity. But in better news, 85% of Puerto Ricans now have access to clean drinking water. But a boil water advisory remains in effect for the entire island. Puerto Rico's Bankruptcy Oversight Board has asked Congress this week for $21 billion in aid to fund basic government services. In Texas, in the wake of Hurricane Harvey, officials have asked Congress this week for funding to buy out thousands of the area's most flood-prone properties, the largest home buyout in U.S. history. But it might be a tough sell with Republicans focused on their $1.5 trillion tax cut bill. Finally, some good news. NASA has announced this week that the Earth's ozone hole this year shrunk to the smallest annual size on record since 1988. That was thanks to the world's first global climate treaty, the Montreal Protocol, which phased out the use of man-made chemicals that were destroying the planet's protective ozone layer. That was led by conservatives President Ronald Reagan and British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher and shows that the world can join together to solve problems and success. Yes, global treaties work, unless we just pretend that they don't. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report.